0: Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week, uh, continuing our dumb girl summer. Mm -hmm. Dumber summer.
1: Oh, that was low hanging fruit. Yeah, it was.
0: (laughs) And it took us like six weeks into it. Yep. By the way, it's not even officially summer.
1: That's tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I like... I do this thing on my weather app where if I visited a place, it just sort of stays on my weather app. Yeah, for and sure. And I'll flip through it. Mm-hmm. And just be jealous. Yeah. Today, and and keep in mind that I, in the past, like, year and some change, have also been to Turlingua, Palm Springs, right. et cetera. Hot places. Hot places. Um, the only place hotter was Palm Springs. Oh. it was. It's hotter in Austin right now than it is in Turlingua. Ugh. Oh.
0: Miserable. It's
1: the next, however long. It's not going down to double digits for quite some time.
0: Just get me down to double digits.
1: I would love a nice ice cold ninety (laughs) nine outside. (laughs) Mm, brisk. Yeah, it's not okay. What's happening? It's but this was like the first couple summers that I spent in Austin were they were awful. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh, summer twenty thirteen was really one for the books. And the the summer that Parker and I were dating. I think that's right. 2011. 2011 was when that all those was, wildfires were.
1: Yeah. That one, well, Bastrop's already had a wildfire this Ugh. season. Just in time for some of that forest to regrow. Oh my God. Anyway, it's hot. Lord it's
0: Jesus. It's <laughs> and places. We've been messing with the fan in this room.
1: Yeah. It's.
0: If you hear it, no, you don't.
1: You just, you're just you going to have to sacrifice a certain degree of audio quality. It's part of the atmospherics uh-huh. to let
0: you know that where we are is extremely hot.
1: It's like an immersive podcast. Did I tell you that I've listened to this one that's supposed to be like a guided immersive tour of ancient Athens? No, that rules. What's it called? Uh, I'll, I will send it to you because I found it on this weird like sleep podcast. Okay that seems to just steal from other sleep podcasts mm. that seem to not exist. Oh Which, wow, so, like I wanted to find like okay, sweet, can I get more of that? Right. And I can't seem to, but I'll send you the episode. Get reply all on this
0: except that show's ending.
1: I yeah, it's over, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Well, end of an era. I stopped <coughs> listening after. with the, both of them? We I haven't actually no. listened in probably two or three years. Well, it was sad that like, the whole thing that happened right before PJ left was the like most- they were
0: starting that Bon Appetit
1: series. That was so compelling. <laughs> Girl, it's but like, do you feel that the writers of season are? Uh, living a little too deliciously with irony (laughs) like truly because they were like we're gonna do a never before never been heard of right big uh breakdown of inter-office politics at a media organization
0: and in doing so generate the kind of thing that would Require, like, that would yeah. result in this. Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. Oh, like, my literally, gosh. they dropped the first episode, and someone was like... You're a trust buster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I can't say that they're well, wrong for you. and you know yeah. what, though, like, reading through it, it's not even necessarily that he was a trust buster. He was just not joining it, the... Yeah, it was yeah. less him
0: than, I think, her. The reporter that was in Shruti.
1: Shruti Pinabinami? Yes. <laughs>
0: they said that she had been, like, super, um, like anti-union with everybody. Right. Whereas it
1: seems like Alex was just like, I'm just not going to join it. It doesn't make yeah. sense for me. as yeah. the one who makes money on this show to exactly. join it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, that was a wild... That was crazy. A wild thing. Every, but then oh, everything also, that
0: happened with Bon Appetit was kind of nuts. It was the whole, the whole media cycle. Yeah. There was also some girl, I think, right after the... Or maybe it was... I can't remember. There was some story about PJ and his personal life that came out that was like... Just kinda of made him seem like a dirtbag, too. And yeah. so like people it was just well, it turned into one of those good, good internet was, like,
1: dating Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that
0: from before she was with what's his face?
1: Um
0: Normal People guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She hauled off to Ireland in like June of twenty twenty.
0: Girl, I think it <laughs> to was go in April. Do- I
1: think join Kim it- and we were all like, understandable, <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> it was literally like
0: in it was like at the peak of like, yeah, don't, like everybody, stay your ass at home. Like yeah. it was very that, and she was like, "No, it's me, it's Mrs. Iglesias."
1: Yeah, <laughs> and we were all like, "It's okay, but it, come on, who among Unders- us?" Understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I, I think every woman turned the mirror inward and was like, "Given the opportunity, can't say I, w- <laughs> I would turn it down." Have a I think nice she day, She was ma'am. also leaving quarantining with Connor Oberst after she sort of. <laughs> Ruined that marriage. <laughs> Just sort of casually. It was. She was she's bored. so messy. Her music is good, though. She, it
0: really but, is.
1: But she's a mess.
0: It really is. Kyoto was on my Daily Mix from uh, Spotify. Daily Mix 4 is, for some reason, always That's the vibe. That's your stride? Yeah. <laughs> Does, do you have this? Do you have a favorite? Yes.
1: I love the way they group it because increasingly they're like, I don't know. I don't know. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here's, here's Prince and i don't know glenn campbell (laughs) (laughs) occupying the same yeah for some reason they started to lose their way when it was like (laughs) daily mix number one broken social scene and meg the stallion (laughs) different moods i would say yeah
0: yeah actually not putting me in a singular groove if you can believe it
1: right i don't really gas myself up to broken social scene
0: no no
1: um Anyway,
0: we watched Anchorman.
1: <laughs> All that to say, we watched Anchorman, everyone's uh, favorite romantic period drama. Of course, Anchorman. The costume, the legend of Ron Burgundy.
0: You know, as a costume, not drama, costume comedy goes rare. The costume was very good.
1: Yeah, it actually really was. It was
0: uh, Veronica's little suits were tailored very well.
1: They they made a lot of. Um, Noise about her butt. And I remember when I was 13, I was like, okay, hmm.
0: whatever. Okay. And then I watch
1: it now and I'm like, she's got a really nice butt. She does have a nice yeah. butt. it's Perky. Not, it is perky. We love her. Yes, we do. We'll talk about that. We'll get, yeah, we'll get we'll to, get that. to anyway, that. Let's sync up. Yeah, bitch. How have you been? Oh, great. I'm going to keep this brief because not much has been up. Um, well, I deleted Instagram and TikTok off my phone for a while. Okay. So I read 500 pages. Wow. Um, you yeah. need to get back on TikTok because. I will. I I think what I need to do is essentially plan like a purge day once okay. a month where I get, or like a weekend where I can just be like domed to dumb on my phone. Okay, and then for the rest of the time. Yeah,
0: but then how does that gonna impact? I know me? that
1: that <laughs> impacts the Lindsay community, but I gotta tell you, I I sleep better because okay. I've been I've been bed scrolling a little too much. Yeah,
0: I do do that. That is, but I love my bed scrolling.
1: It can I be think sometimes intoxicating. it's sometimes
0: it's fun to embrace your bad habits.
1: <laughs> yes, but I'm. I i do not know, man. I still be boxing with her. A you are bit. you are a sleep person too. Yeah, well, and I I've really been uh, like a maximalist about it in the oh, past yeah. uh, year or so. Good for you. I've been leaning in hard on that to the point where it's not uncommon for me to get over ten hours of sleep a night. Oh God, I wish that was me. Yeah. Well. But you have all those kids. I do have all these <laughs> damn kids. Uh, and, and they just
0: don't really sleep past, like, 545.
1: Yeah. What well, you know, lately, though, like, my body's been jolting me awake at, like, 630. What's well, because the sun is out? This summer, I swear to God, kiss my ass. Like, I hate I, summer I, time. I do, I, I'm not a summer hater, I actually. I am. I'm but
0: a like, proud summer hater.
1: This is... This is making me
0: No, it's just look I, bad. That I, I I've ever defended this season.
1: I think I get
0: seasonal affective disorder in the summer mm-hmm. in that like it makes me just extremely melancholy. People
1: can't live like this. There's no. too much too many hours of sunlight. Yeah. And it's aggressive it's, that's by the saying. time I wake up.
0: I and I honestly this is going to sound so stupid.
1: Actually, you know what? I like what
0: I like. I can't stand a super super sunny day because I'm like it feels like you're telling me that you expect me to be out there, mm. but I'm not gonna be out there because it's too damn hot, and also it's too bright. There's sometimes where it's like it not only is sometimes. the sun bright, the whole sky is therefore like like the blue of the sky is for some reason too bright, like it hurts my eyes today. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
1: like, I know that's what the sunglasses are for. But no, but you, uh, I like to big cloud days are yeah fine for me. yeah uh, I like a gray day kind of that I don't get oh, I do. That stresses me, me out. It. well because it gets in the way of me and my best friend the moon mm-hmm. uh at night you mm-hmm. know okay interesting I wonder if this is my Scorpio moon I love like
0: you do cloudy like a, mysterious like days environ. yeah I do Except yeah. for I had a spooky environment that I in- incarnered recently, but oh, yeah. I'll get to that when it's my turn.
1: Okay. Well, I'll occasionally. Look at you. Uh, well, I guess major updates. I spent a lot of time with your kids. I had a great time doing that. Yeah, man. Um, that was a blast. and They are funny. Yeah. Tig, My favorite thing she said, well, oh, gosh, it's hard to say. Yeah. When she told me that Bono's last name was McFlurish. Wait,
0: what <laughs> was the context of you asking her oh, about Bono's last name yeah, was? Yeah, that
1: probably would help. Huh? <laughs> well, when I came downstairs, they were watching Sing, too. Mm, okay. And I heard they watched it about twenty times. Yeah. Tig pointed at some character, and she was like, "That's Bono doing his voice." And I was like, "Oh, what's Bono's last name?" I was like, "No one knows it. It's Houston, Houston, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, Houston, you're right. Not yeah, Houston. Paul yeah. David Houston, I think. Yeah. Um, she just goes McFlurish." <laughs> And then I laughed, and then she, like, you know, like, built on it. She's like, McPooPoo, and I was like, McFlourish McFlourish perfect, (laughs) no notes. (laughs) Was that the character's last name, or did she just make that up? I think she made it up, because she was like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't know where to begin. (laughs) Then Flourish. Yeah. It comes from fleur, like, for a flower. Oh, there you go. You know. Uh Uh, Craig and I watched Jackie Brown for the first time. Oh, I've never seen it. I rather enjoyed it, Dad actually. Said he really liked it, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the first Tarantino? as violent as other okay. Tarantino movies. No, uh, no it's from okay. 95. Oh, okay.
0: So okay. it
1: was, I think, was Reservoir Dogs the first one?
0: Oh, you're probably right, yeah. Or
1: the first of, like, the yeah, canonical the, yeah, ones. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man... He's got great taste in music. you got to give it he to does. him. He does. That soundtrack He's is an so good. It's like so much soul music. Yeah. Um, Pam Greer was like cool as hell in Always.
0: it. Always. So cool.
1: Yeah. Greatly enjoyed that. Um, what was the other? Oh, I've been reading a really, really thick academic text on Greece. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did so- you finish
0: our European history
1: book? No, all right. Uh, what was it? World history. World history. No, but I need to dive back into okay. it. Okay. I'm still in but like this the Bronze Age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, God, reading this Greek book though, it was reminding me of like why that AP test was so challenging. Because yeah. even just the like Greek peoples, it's like I can't keep up with all this. There is so much. Actually, when you get to the Byzantine era, where all they did was flop, flop, flop. Like.
0: Except those those cathedrals or the basilicas. Oh, the highest cool.
1: Sophia is yeah. like high pretty, on my list. Pretty cool. Of things yeah. To see. Um yeah. Flop, flop, flop. <laughs> and also I will say this author completely like glazed over the whole historical thing where the two popes excommunicated each other. Damn. I wanna hear more about that.
0: That I have, messy little era. Girl, I have some era that I'm gonna get to as well that I Parker and I are I need it. Do you know what I miss about history textbooks is the timeline. Yes. For like the first 20 pages. It really helps me to see everything kind of laid out. Yeah. Here's what's happening. And I like to
1: see what's going on in the other parts yes, of the world. Absolutely. At
0: that time. History
1: is so hard to like really take in. It
0: it's really fun. is. That's I think that's why you have to choose like one extremely narrow slice if you're going to be an academic and it's like this is the thing I focus on.
1: But that what's frustrating about that for me is that the whole reason I'm into history is I'm like I'm going to get my arms around what's going, going on, on here. here. Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, it would be nice if you could just sort of like very casually take in and understand the entire history of the entire world relative to each other. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it like I want be it should be as like universally understood as like the ABCs right yeah be teaching kids early and often about like but I guess bronze age iron age middle ages right and like how do
0: those relate to each other but then it's like the granularity of it all
1: right oh we also watched the offer what is that Uh, okay mom and dad uh got us on it it's oh it's the godfather Godfather yeah it was so good okay it's on what network uh paramount which is very unusual Cirque jerk because it's Paramount put out Godfather. Oh, Everything there so. takes place at Paramount. Okay.
0: Um. Wow. Okay, I'll have to watch it. The fantastic. offer. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, How many the episodes? Guy, there's
1: just ten. Perfect. The guy who plays um, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh uh-huh. Uh, was also in those like stupid Harry Potter world movies that, like the not Harry Potter ones. Oh, like, the Rundle Fantastic Beasts. Wal- yeah, I hate those. Girl, they're not good movies. We were just discussing
0: these Parker and I the other day because it's like who he goes like I I get the impulse to embellish the universe rather than continuing on the same through line that's wonderful but like you all you know that we love the way that you describe these schools you mention schools from other parts of the world yes why not center the next series on like the French Bobaton? school, right? Yeah, because that's, that's what or the girls Durmstrang. want. The girls want the Bobaton books. Um, okay,
1: I. You know what? You're dead right. I do want the Bobaton books. <laughs> like. G- give they me that little whole... Batten in the um, oh, movie, yeah. but I don't. I'm agree not going to do that. that. <laughs> I've I've been recently in France. <laughs> I've, I've made a different artistic choice for myself. Uh, yeah, I've been doing. The, obviously, you know, I've been reading the Harry Potter books, and mm-hmm. then like when I finish one, I'll go watch the movies. And I think I started to think of it as like a little reward, like oh, watch the movie, and then after watching the movie for the fourth, I was like garbage.
0: Yeah, garbage compared to the book. Oh my gosh, no, there's no way to convey. The third book and movie are fun though.
1: Yes, I feel. Yes, those match up well. um Oh, who? The Gary di- Oldman. No, it's the director, and the third one is a surprising one. Oh, wasn't uh, it? Um, it Is with a Mexican director. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I thought um Roma. Yeah. Um, what's his name?
0: Because um, it was like the book, the movie were kind of dark.
1: Harry yeah, Potter that's, movie. Uh, Azkaban is where things start to get Alfonso Coron. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, band is where things get like a little more adult, and then like, and the fourth one is where like a kid straight up dies. Yeah. Um. So oh. yeah, I know it's so heavy. These books get increasingly. I mean, you should if you're this is your first episode. I'm this light. This light is <laughs> girl. Okay, and it's going bright now.
0: Oh what? no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. This this only happens on recording.
1: Granted, we have a flashing light that Lindsay and I are convinced is like
0: a ghost or something. Stop doing
1: that. Please stop doing that.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so weird.
1: Okay, girl. Are you here with us? Don't. I'm not. We're
0: not engaging with this light bulb.
1: You're right. (laughs) You're right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's probably something electrical. (laughs) Because it's one of those stupid light bulbs that Parker loves that like have an electrical no, but I, component if to them. I
1: myself, then I remove the level of magic from right, the room, right. so I'm just not going to do it. Right. Um, it's only magical if it's not scary to you, though. I think. Yeah, you are freaked by this light.
0: <laughs> I'm freaked by any and all ghost activities. Yes,
1: and we're gonna have to touch on. Yeah, that. we will. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, the offer, really good. We yeah, watched okay. The Godfather with mom and dad on okay. Saturday night. Um, incredible film. Perfect film. Unbelievably good. It's, it's not at all overrated. Um, Diane Keaton looks busted in it, though. I, the lighting, girl. They, they, her they, weird eyebrows. Yeah, I feel like they always. Do they make her always, hotter in two? I think they do.
0: God, like, two is so I would say so
1: Kay is like the the least developed. She's so. I mean, none of un- the women in this movie. I was going to say she's so undercooked, but which like, is why The Sopranos is like such a perfect complement right. to it. A because they both are dealing with like an era of perceived decline right. in the mafia, but. Like, I think *The Sopranos* really righted the sin of not yeah. including.
0: <laughs> they were like, and women can be terrible too.
1: <laughs> right, because that's the thing is like Carmela is like the picture of like complicit and evil. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and I love her. But she's also <laughs> like her. the best
0: person and to watch she's on also TV like, ever. Like, uh,
1: my mom's best friend, right? <laughs> and she's like an aunt to me. Yeah.
0: Okay. She means so much to me. She's been there for me. She planned my graduation party, mm-hmm. and she showers, the, countless showers, the <laughs> best profiteroles. You know, I love her. We love, I love Auntie love Carmen. Rosalie April. I love Auntie Rosalie. Is yeah. Now, she doesn't always cook the best, but she does have the funniest jokes. She, when,
1: when AJ walks in and she was like, Hey, Fabio, I'm <laughs> single. <laughs> I love it's her. A, That's so perfect. It's so perfect. Okay. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, I think we're going to watch two this weekend. Excellent choice. I'm pretty excited. I love Because I recall thinking that De Niro in two is the most handsome man I've ever He's, seen in my he life. He is
0: extremely comely in this film, I feel.
1: Pacino is uh, better looking than I remembered in one. It's oh, yeah. It's just that he aged like a pumpkin. It, I don't know what's going on there. De Niro has aged very beautifully. Yeah. Pacino has aged erratically (laughs) it's it's like he's still rocking like the Grecian formula in the hair though isn't he (laughs) he is and we're like
0: it's like man we know how old you are
1: it's weird that he like went it would be weird
0: if your hair was black still he was
1: like an indie boy yeah you know yeah like the way they talk about him in the offer it was basically that he was like an Adam Driver type and wow! now he is <laughs> like Margaritaville when you look at him. Like well, He's he, like a cheesy old man. I feel like he
0: chooses very strange things. Yeah. But you know what? He was in House of Gucci, which was on the whole- He was
1: insane in House of ballots, Gucci. On balance, terrible,
0: but he was fun to watch. I, he was having fun. No, no, no. It was Jared Leto who was insane. Jared in, Leto was and insane And he in it. was like-
1: Wait, but who was was Pacino just the Gucci patriarch or Yeah,
0: he was like one of the two brothers that had inherited it from their dad. The other one was Jeremy Irons.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you know who plays cold disapproval perfectly is Jeremy Jeremy Irons. Irons. But you know who
0: doesn't have anything approaching an Italian accent? Jeremy Irons. He's he's
1: so British. He's so British. Yeah, I mean, he's quite literally the voice you hear at Westminster Abbey. And I think that
0: is so cool. work
1: if you can get it. (laughs) Okay. That has
0: to be fun. Recording tours. Well, he's like a perfect, oh my God, I started listening to uh, Brideshead Revisited narrated by him on um ooh, Libby nice because uh, you know he was in the movie yes yeah um incredible choice yeah boy that book is fun
1: I need to read it I know oh that. it's
0: so fun it's very bitchy mm-hmm. it's it's oh I love thing- okay, I, I love voicey things like list, that actually. I'm you gonna know, read that in Cabo I actually have a, a hard copy but if you if you're into audiobooks at all I highly recommend the Jeremy Irons narrated yeah. version um it's his his voice is perfect for what he's doing. And it's kind of in that classic like disaffected 20s and 30s kind of Gatsby era. Yeah. It's good.
1: Okay, I'm adding it to my book list. Yeah. Um you remember I think we talked about it on this show the Hevelin and Shevelin? Yeah, yeah, all. yeah. It's pretty cute. I love anyway, that. pass it to you. Oh, girl, thank you. Oh, How are you? Oh, I'm looking at our assemblage of
0: blue things on our on my table because we've we've lit our little orb up blue tonight uh-huh and I've got anyway sorry that just <laughs> caught my eye and I thought that was rather a nice tableau yeah I've been in art museums quite a great deal lately oh yes because
1: Lindsay Parker went and I just the, came to the continent we went to the
0: continent Parker and I just came back from our 10th anniversary trip um and it was so nice we went to Amsterdam for two days The medibles ain't shit. Yeah. I, I, nothing. Didn't hit for you.
1: Nothing. Hey, American made baby.
0: (laughs) I went to this place that was, everybody online that I was reading, I was like, just trying to find a good place where it was like, I need to just pick something up. We were on this like riverboat or ferry. What's it called? Canal cruise thing. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting next to this, um, American couple. The wife is from, I think somewhere in Washington state. The husband's from Dallas. Really cool couple. And, um, oh they're from Seattle and uh I like we were just they they were like we come to Amsterdam all the time it's like one of our favorite places this is like our third or fourth trip here together Mm. and this time we are staying on a houseboat that they rented which was very cool tight um she was showing me pictures and anyways I was kind of I was like yeah really it's so it is so beautiful and she's like yeah totally and I was like and like Oh my goodness! Like I've heard that like this this is a great restaurant. She's like, yeah, absolutely. And then I was like, Do you guys go to the coffee shops when you're here? <laughs> and she was like, Yes, I do. And I was like, Cool. Have you have you tried the cakes? And she was like, Yeah, I've got one in my purse right now. Do you want some? And I was like, Okay.
1: Oh my god, what a cool head. She
0: was so cool, and she pulled out what to me looked like I would describe as like like, one sixth or seventh of, like, a loaf pan. Like, it was a pretty thick little chunk. Yeah. And I was like, how much do I take? And she was like, just depends on how, <laughs> how you want to feel. So I took a tiny... She was like, I recommend this amount if you want to get, like, you know, really high or just, like, a tiny little bit right here. If you And I was like, well, we've got stuff to do. We're going to the Rijksmuseum after this. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just take a little bite. And that was... That I felt more from because I was giggly at the Rijksmuseum. Yeah. So after the Rijksmuseum, we go to this head shop that I had read about, or sorry, coffee shop. I had read, and they were like, uh, one of their space cakes, like one little slice is supposed to be a whole gram of weed. So I was like, oh, okay. And they were like, they taste good. You know, this is the place to go if you want edibles rather than a joint. So I was like, okay. And um, I go pick that up, and it's like, be careful, girl. If you're new to this, only have one quarter of the piece. Which I'm like, that's still deranged, right? Too anyway, that's, right? That's what tw- 250 milligrams
1: It'd be a fourth, yeah, yeah. That's like quite a lot, quite a lot.
0: A quite a lot. <laughs> and so I only had, I only started with a quarter because they 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 were like, if you're more experienced, you can have half. And I was like, I don't think so.
1: I'm shocked you didn't just go whole hog in on half. I know, I just did. I just you did a really quarter. Love to.
0: I love edibles. Just push it.
1: But, but
0: you can't... You, I was having to walk so far. Uh-huh. You know, I'm only in Amsterdam for two days. I got to see all these beautiful houses and canals and what have you. Right, right. Um, so, anyways yeah nothing didn't feel anything after that very irritating i tried like the whole two days we were there i was like okay well i guess i'll try this piece i was like maybe it's just because i'm sleepy or whatever anyways but it was amsterdam was really cool our hotel was awesome and then we went to um this little town um between bordeaux and um
1: uh
0: the Dodon. the Dodon. that's what it is um and the hotel was, like, super pretty. <laughs> the owner was awesome, like, made reservations for us at these two really cute restaurants, like, local... And local little towns that were, like... They're, they're, basically, this part of France is, like, an itty-bitty town and then a few miles of road, and then another itty-bitty town. Like, it's Mm -hmm. lots of little, tiny, little villages, and they're so cute. And um, we would have never found these places that we ate for dinner on our own. Like, Mm. And the hours are so erratic at every restaurant around there. It's like, what you don't know what days they're going to be closed. Some of them are closed Sunday through Tuesday, which were the days we were there. Anyways, um, he made reservations for us at these two great restaurants, and then he and his wife cooked us a meal one night that was like, Insane, So good. And, um, but when he, we get to the house, he's like, let me give you guys a tour. And it's this like beautiful house built by this like local fabric merchant in like 1889 for his, he did it, gave it as a gift to his wife, I think for their wedding. And then, like, 25 years later, he died, and she continued to live there by herself until 1960, when she died in the house. Mm. And so he was like, so we do have a ghost. And I was like, and he said it very, very, like, um, like, isn't that funny? Ain't that something? Yeah. That's a funny little quirky trait about this place, but, like, kind of neutral about it. And he was like, you know, I'm not very receptive but everyone that I've talked to has who has seen her has said she's very friendly. And I was like, I don't know if I'm receptive or not. <laughs> I suspect that I am. I've never seen well, a ghost with my <laughs> with mine eyes, but I've, you know, felt one in the room. And I just get that prickly feeling when I'm like in a haunted, when you know, you think
1: about it too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like the thought, like, I'm sleeping in this house for three nights though. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah. Shouldn't you have put this on the listing or something? I
1: mean, you'd probably be hard-pressed to find a place... That's the that thing. ...that doesn't have a ghost. That's the
0: thing. And so, then the first night we were there, there were... This house probably had, like, four or five guest rooms. Like, it's not very big. Um, and then he and his wife live in, like, the... I think the upstairs part of the house, maybe? And then they use the downstairs, this kitchen I sent you a video of. Marron. Oh, my God. It still yeah. had the original fireplace the original stove and then they like put modern conveniences like on top of it
1: it was sick it was
0: sick and that's where we ate breakfast um the mornings that we were there he was he was like oh yeah we you know we make the breakfast ourselves just casually the most delicious breakfast I've ever had in my life he um we had these like uh uh parfaits and he was like oh yeah that's homemade granola um and greek yogurt and then this compote that he and his wife made huh and i was like oh my god the texture of this yogurt i've this is insane i've never tasted greek yogurt that tastes this good and i mentioned it to him and he was like oh yeah i mixed two different kinds together to get the texture that i like wow how what how did you discover this i'm gonna try that it was so it was so good and then he had like um, the first day that we had breakfast there because we missed it the, the first morning we were there we, we left too early to get breakfast um, and there were two other guests there that night so I guess he was like kind of picking a time and had to stick to it those other couples were English mm-hmm. um, and so anyways I think I was like they seemed like, like really jolly and like not freaked out by it at all and I'm like maybe it's because in England it's like the same way like everybody is kind of casually always
1: yeah I ghosts mean it's are like everywhere. New <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, There's just some places that people aren't uptight about it yeah and what I what am very uptight have, about it. Like a massive revelation about ghosts in the next few years. When we mm-hmm. listen to this podcast episode and we just yeah. sound so hateful. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't no. want them. I don't want to be in the same room as them. <laughs> no, it was just, I'm like,
0: I'm on my vacation. Like, I'm not, I just want to sleep. I just don't want to feel freaked out or scared. Um, and, you know, Parker doesn't believe in ghosts at all. So he was like, snoo, honk, snoo. Except... Also It God, seems it was, like a
1: really hard to defend position. I
0: agree. Um this house this house was I mean, just this whole area was extremely hot too. Like it was hundred and five the day we left. Um but he had a pool, thank God, yeah. on this property. So we like took a little soak one afternoon. Um, really cool. We, when we were in that area, part of the reason we chose to stay there was because I wanted to go see the cave paintings at Lisko. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely cried. And they were beautiful. It was like so, I mean, it was a, it's a replica that they built. Um, there were 25, 30 Americans, mostly, on our tour. I was like shocked, and we were just at the eleven thirty-five time. Like there, there are multiple, multiple tours in English specifically alone every single day.
1: Are you like, surprised by this? Yeah, of, I like, was. The volume. Yeah,
0: I was surprised by the volume a little bit. Oh, I mean,
1: they're they're very famous caves. No, they
0: very they are very famous caves, but just kind of like I didn't realize they'd be this high on the priority list for this many no, people.
1: You know what? What I should have asked about. Uh, there's a lot of Mary Magdalene stuff in France, too. Oh, yeah. Because there's that cave that she allegedly lived in.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. In France? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like the egg cave is what they call okay. it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Man. Very cool. Um, yeah, I loved that part of France. We Then we took the train from Bordeaux to Paris. Um, and that's where we were on our anniversary. We went Versailles. Um, on our actual anniversary, which was dope. Oh, yeah. Versailles rules. But the, also, I mean, I was shocked. We had the, like, 9 a.m. time, like, the earliest time. It was like being at Disney World. Like, it was that densely packed. Yeah. Even that early in the morning. I'm just, okay. I am was just kind of shocked, I guess. I hadn't been around that many people all, cl- like, crammed together a again. a long time. In a really long time. And so it was kind of just, like, a shock to the system to be like, every like everywhere I turn every time I try to take a picture of something there's someone posing in front of it like I mean you
1: remember when we would, used to go to Europe with yeah. mom and dad it was like being dropped into a war zone every time we were trying to go to like <laughs> move yeah like, we went to Neuschwanstein that got that almost you got nearly, ugly yeah, I almost it, got in a street fight with <laughs> a middle aged woman yeah yeah
0: yeah I, she was trying me
1: mm-hmm.
0: extremely
1: yeah I remember being a little bit worried
0: yeah <laughs> I, I just moment. kept Shooting snarky faces her way.
1: Yeah. I what there. I mean, I'm just thinking there was, what's that one um, major art museum with the David in Florence?
0: Oh, yeah, the Uffizi Gallery. The Uffizi.
1: Yeah. I remember that was like a Disney ride, too. Like, yeah. Like, to get in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: ran into a kid I went to high school there with there.
1: Yeah. Kind of like was your Versailles it? thing. It was yes. this guy, Josh.
0: He was really sweet. So I was, I like, didn't mind what running into you, him.
1: Remember there was one trip we ran into Cat Donahoe. That's right. Where yeah. did we run into her? I don't know.
0: Oh, was it Paris I don't know I'll, we'll ask her
1: I think it was Italy Italy it was Italy yeah. that's right
0: yeah because we, we ran into them at Chewy's right afterwards
1: yeah yeah that's lot. funny that, that is weird mm-hmm. anyway back to your
0: yeah um chat. Paris was awesome the food oh my god we did a food tour I was telling you about it earlier um this like really cool British guy um had us it was eight people it was us two um couples in their 60s like maybe early 60s and then a father and daughter from um Kingwood if you can believe it oh wow isn't that funny um within like minutes our tour guide like he was kind of like good at making conversation Mm -hmm. I told you earlier he reminded me a lot of Adam um like similar facial hair and Mm -hmm. just like very um like he likes to like educate people about food and he's like really passionate about it he kind of explained like how the arrondissements work in Paris which I had never I was like thank you for explaining this because I've heard people just casually be like oh it's in the 11th and I'm like I don't know what that means yeah um and he showed us like how to tell when you're walking on the street like which arrondissement you're in based on the street signs which I was like that's this is useful information thank you um we went to a bakery had the best croissant I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and he explained what makes a croissant good or croissant, um, and he was like, the ones in Paris aren't actually crescent shaped anymore because when you do that, that's that's called. You can get some that are called that, but those are called ordinary croissant, mm-hmm. and they're made with margarine. So if you want an all butter croissant, you get the one that's kind of like just stretched out. It looks like yeah. a diamond, kind of. Um, so we had one of those, and we like had a sample a baguette. And he was explaining that like Parisians, it's not unusual for people to get one in the morning, one at at lunchtime and one at dinner just because they're like 50 cents and the shelf life on them is short because they're only allowed to have four ingredients. It's a protected food. So if you're going to sell something and call it baguette, Mm -hmm. it can only be made with flour, water, yeast, and salt huh anything else you have to call it something else
1: That's got to make it easier for people with like allergies exactly yeah. like you
0: know what you're getting um but he showed us like here's how you identify that it's a good one like based on visuals before you even bite it um and then so from there we went to a chocolate shop and like the chocolatier who owned this one he, he said it's like a chain in paris it just sounds like the coolest weirdest guy his name is patrick roger and he's like if you, he's like, if you Google him, you're going to see a website about a guy who's a sculptor. And that's also him. And then he's also, like, he just basically kind of, like, learned how to do, a, like, one thing. And then got interested in another thing and learned how to do that. And kind of incorporated that. So he's just like this. Parker was like, wow, he sounds like that old. Like, he is the most interesting man in the world. Like, yeah, wow. Um, so we tried some really good chocolates there. Then we went to a patisserie and then a cheese shop, and then we ended in a wine shop where we, like, sampled everything. hmm Um, we got seven cheeses.
1: Hell yeah, girl.
0: And he, like, walked us through and explained each cheese, and then we, like, ate it with baguette. And so Parker and I had been planning to, like, do this. We were like, you'll have our little snack or whatever, and then we'll go eat dinner. After that, we were like, I can't think about eating yeah, they
1: feed you on food tours. they
0: feed you oh my god and but we tried this one she's called Comte, and our tour guide was like very into burgers like he had a burger tattooed on his forearm um and he was like this is actually like su- i would recommend this over a cheddar and it's very easy to get i think even in the u.s mm-hmm. c-o-m-t-e but it was parker's favorite discovery from the food tour
1: i think i've had it
0: You probably have. It's really good. It's, like, just kind of a simple... It's, like, not so dissimilar from a cheddar, I don't think. But, like, it's it's a white cheese. Anyways, he, like, explained, like, brining and stuff. And it was just cool. I love cheese. God, I do, too. So we ate so much of it. I had one of my classic vacation constipation... Oh, light bulb. Stop it. Stop it.
1: Oh, my God. I'm
0: going to have to ask Parker to change this thing. It's... Creeping me out. I've heard the same. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah, I, um, um, I had my classic situation where I don't go I don't make <laughs> um, and I feel that I go longer just than the
1: light bulb saying like girl don't, go into, don't this. go into this not on a podcast I feel
0: that I can go maybe longer than most people or maybe most people think that they can't go as long as they can before I start to feel uncomfortable but there becomes a point where it just it's just uncomfortable and I'm yeah, like
1: the threshold for discomfort is higher
0: on that on that metric alone
1: because you've just suffered it's so long. Experience, I guess.
0: Um, so, um, finally felt the need to do what needed to be done <laughs> at an Your inopportune moment.
1: Constipation. <laughs> it constipation sucks so much. It sucks so much. I can't believe, I, when I think about it, I'm like, it's really been always with us. <laughs> yes. The poor are
0: always with us. And by
1: that, I mean my gut microbiome, I guess. <laughs> Did you eat an antibiotic every day of your life? Like, how did this happen?
0: I I did have to go on a lot of antibiotics when I was a baby. I wonder if that's like a lingering after effect.
1: Whoa. But...
0: Man, no. So we were in the Louvre. We were like looking at the Islamic wing. I'm like looking at these beautiful tiles. And it's like dimly lit down there too. It's like quiet and vibey. And then I was like, oh no. And so I like had to, I couldn't find anybody that worked there. I couldn't find a sign. In this place, I for, you forget how unbelievably immense the Louvre is.
1: The Louvre is absolutely ginormous. It, we it's got just to the like a mini mall. It,
0: <laughs> we got to the point where I was like, We've missed some important things, but my eyes cannot continue to take it. We, like, walked up to, like, got waited in the long line to get up to take our picture with the Mona Lisa, and we're like, okay, bye, moving on, Got to, can't can't linger, got to keep going.
1: Well, yeah, I, the, the, the Mona Lisa, the, everyone's relationship to it when you see it.
0: You're like, well, there it is.
1: All right. <laughs> you may think you're going
0: to have one reaction to it, and then it's like, no good luck getting close enough to feel anything you really can't and then you know it's kind of like the first time I saw a starry night I I was 17 and Mm -hmm. you know full of I like welled up I was like it really is so beautiful yes oh my girl not to be I don't want to be controversial but Vincent Van Gogh was very talented
1: (laughs) he's a good good guy
0: (laughs) very very talented painter this one Uh uh-huh hot take um, we saw. We went to the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam and then also saw... Were they
1: calling it Van Gogh or are they calling it Van Gogh? I want to get a, a read on this from You the
0: know, th- th- it was a British narrator on our audio guide and I think, I'm pretty sure she said Van Gogh.
1: Huh. No,
0: Gawk. She said Gawk.
1: Oh, Van Gogh. a new challenger appears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I was like, that's that I can deal with, I guess. Tired but Van Gogh.
1: <laughs> Wired Van Gogh. <laughs>
0: Right, exactly. And then I guess expired is Van Gogh, but I'm going to say Very it that way inspired.
1: forever. <laughs> I, I, at this point, it's like, I don't know. The die is cast. Like, he's just Van Gogh for most people. I think but... in the
0: U.S. that's the preferred pronunciation. Yeah. It's the received pronunciation, if you will.
1: Well, I, did I send you that TikTok about how, like, everyone, like, the different names for different countries within yeah, yeah, yeah. languages? Like, it's wild. They, there's probably, like, celebrities and, like, historical figures that other countries are like, I'm don't really want to, I can't really say it, and so I'm not going to. Right, you know, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Washington, long word. Not Right, call I'm
0: that. not. Exactly. There's <laughs> yeah. a, Um, Parker was talking about how um, when we were at Versailles, he saw some sign that was like, the same characters work for both Japanese and Mandarins, and it's a similar enough, like, Mm -hmm. it it means exit, but, like, it may have, like, slightly different connotations, but for brevity on signs that are multilingual, they'll put those characters, because it's, like, it means the same thing for both of them. And so he was telling me, again, he's told me this before, but I'd forgotten some of them. Like, um, the Chinese names for different countries are, like, land of the whatever. Mm. And... The U.S. one literally translates to beautiful land, and theirs means
1: middle kingdom. (laughs) I know. I was like, that's
0: so nice. And um, Germany was, what was theirs? It was something that made me laugh, because I was like, wow.
1: Freak land. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I was
0: like, that's... True, and France was land cold, of laws. Cold weirdo land. I have to ask Parker. It was
1: Wait, land of laws. Land of
0: laws, because France. Yeah, because I guess it was like the 18th century or something. You sure? I don't know. <laughs> well, oh my God. So, well, you know Napoleonic Code. It was like a whole to do.
1: Yeah. Well, and they they do like venerate their institutions to a very very high degree
0: man okay so the thing the historical situation that's got me in a real I don't know Mm -hmm. what's the word pickle is a simple way to say it okay um I can't figure out what sort of was going on towards the tail end of the revolution slash when Napoleon came in, Oh, who the hell Napoleon the third is, but where was Napoleon the second? I never hear tell about yes. him. There yes. was a Louis the 17th and a Louis the 18th. When were they ha- Did it go back and forth between an emperor?
1: We should just pick a French masterclass.
0: I, that's what I was that. I just started it today on
1: the 18th century. There's
0: one that's living the French revolution.
1: Okay. From
0: ancient re- regime to the Napoleonic era. I think is the full title okay yes that um, would be interesting something that. like that yeah um Parker told me he found it it's like f- I think it's like a lot of videos but they're only like 30 minutes each and you can change the playback speed um Great. yeah so because I am just and then like I've heard the name Robespierre like dad always knows a lot about the French Revolution for some reason because he had or like he has like a, a working knowledge of it because yeah. he had a high school history teacher that was like that was his thing that was the bee in his bonnet So, um, but I'm like, this is messy. Like we went to the conciergerie again to, Mm -hmm. you know, we were like, while we're here, it's right next to this other building that we were going to go to. Um, and they had like a timeline of how everything happened. And I was still like, I'm struggling to follow this. Like
1: it's, yeah, the, the thing that like, Mm -hmm. uh, the youth love to do is sort of romanticize like revolution, yes, yes, right. yes, and use like all the imagery. I think especially right. from the French Revolution. Yes, because it
0: like, is kind of chic. They're little like red, white, and yes, blue badges.
1: And and what's funny about that too is that the French like essentially cribbed like on Roman aesthetics right.
0: too. Um, Who cribbed from the Greeks?
1: R- r- exactly. Right. Um, but like, the, when you read more about the French Revolution and everything that happened like after the initial shock of it all, it's like things got really really unchilled
0: <laughs> super duper <laughs> like, un-chill. and the, like the infighting like i would the concierge may just be like a particularly like pro robespierre situation i don't even know what that would i'm sure there's all kinds of nuances in france about how you feel about different figures but um it was like he was like famed to be of moderating force like he was very anti-extremism obviously he was anti-royalty and stuff but he was like I don't know that we necessarily need to execute them guys like there was a lot of talk about just like deposing Louis and Marie but like not executing them um but then for some reason I guess due to his continued involvement as a leader when the revolution became to be perceived to be too bloody because they were executing more people than they hadn't been
1: yeah it started to like drill like
0: it was like a witch was, hunt kind of a be thing. It would
1: like upper middle class people. Too. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Like it, um, they said initially um, the conciergerie. About half the people that came through there, they would only spend about one or two nights there. Usually before they got their trial. But Marie Antoinette was there for seventy six days. Jeez Louise. And then, um, but the trial. Um, what was I saying about the trials, though? Oh, half of the people that they tried, at least that were convicted didn't weren't executed Hmm. um they would often just be like yeah we think he's guilty but just like strip him of his title and move on you know yeah but towards like during the terror the reign of terror they said it was like four out of every five people that came through here were executed um
1: what an insane
0: time isn't that it's it sounds and so like it turns out like I guess popular sentiment about the whole thing was like this has gotten too bloody and I guess Robespierre's continued involvement
1: mm-hmm.
0: in in it at all made him seem like
1: was he like the throat to choke? He
0: was the throat to choke. Yeah. Um but they but the so that's that could just be the the curator of the conciergerie the p-p-p-p-people. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> My my mouth is so done. She's done. Well, but
1: she's got so much to go before right. she can sleep. <laughs> and miles to go till she can sleep.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, the people that make the write the captions there may just have a particularly like pro Robespierre agenda or something. But I was like, oh, oh, that's funny. I'd always heard he was kind of like a tyrant, but right. m- maybe he's not so bad. I can change him. <laughs> I can fix him. I can fix him. Anyways, uh, Paris rules, and everyone was extremely nice there. Like I was, I was you know, pleasantly surprised because the stereotypes are like, they're going to be very rude to you.
1: No, that's the Germans, baby.
0: Period. <laughs> oh, the French were so warm and so sweet. Like yeah, I
1: never really have had a really rude... Oh my gosh. Some, some dude flipped dad off for no clear reason mm. in Paris once, but that was also, I think... He was dressed like a stereotype of an American traveler. Just on that one specific day. Yeah.
0: Well, it's hot. The thing is... He
1: had, like, a Hawaiian shirt and, like, a camera, and, like, that was very the, like...
0: But the thing is, too, I realized, like, there were some... On this trip, I was like, God, I keep taking so many pictures of art. Like, that's... That's such a touristy thing to do. And then I was like, I am a tourist. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that's
1: all yourself of that.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm going to do the touristy things I'm like, like go to
1: France and pretend I'm French for three days. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: think that like, for a while, I think that's like the thing that girls love to do to like act like they're I am by girls. I mean, all of us, you know what I mean? Sure. Just sort of like the people that we, do this. we
1: all have this internal thing. Like, God, I hope they know I'm not from around here. Right. Exactly. Or, like, like, don't know that. Right. Know?
0: Exactly. It's very like Kate Berlant, John Early that sketch where they're like oh, I just miss Paris so much
1: like yeah. the vibe you want to give off is very like
0: yeah I lived there for four days I lived there you just
1: give off the and it's no big deal this like sweet would, little spot that only I know about exactly <laughs> no, why do we do that I
0: don't know but it's like it's very cute though I think that teen girls do this or the kind of teen girl that you and I were
1: yes is that
0: we want to seem worldly you
1: know Yeah, that was, like, my main concern. It was, like, it's really important that everyone knows that I'm more cultured and better than they are. I think
0: that's why I love an education so much, because I see Carrie Mulligan's character. I see myself in
1: you. Definitely. You know? Oh, absolutely. If someone had, like, whisked me away to Paris... Girl! Even looking as... frankly gross as Peter Sarr's <laughs> card looks I really sorry to say that it, but, but his all of his features combined to make something that I find <laughs> visceral and sort of shocking
0: <laughs> so, something to be feared
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. You take it for granted that he's the kind of person you would see on screen usually. It's yeah. Like, no. There's something
0: old-fashioned about that, I feel.
1: Oh, very old fashioned. That Hollywood. we just don't
0: discuss it. I think it's also just kind of like, well, he's very good at what he does. Also, so. like,
1: let it be known, women love ugly men. We do.
0: Yes. We do. It's I like, saw like a tweet or a TikTok or something where some guy was like, my girlfriend, no, th- maybe this was something someone was making fun of, but it was like, my girlfriend says that she would rather, that she thinks that old Steve Carell yes. is hotter than, who was it, that they were shocked by? Like, Ryan Gosling. Oh, it was when the Barbie, the Ken video picture came out. and was he, it? Yeah. And he was like, I don't think oh, no, that's... it was Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. And he was like... I don't believe her. Is she lying? No,
1: every woman I know would feel the same. Absolutely, yeah, exactly. Every same way.
0: single time, for sure. So, anyways, speaking of Steve Carell, oh my god, perfect segue. <laughs> Finally, how long have we been talking? Forty nine minutes, oh, girl. No. Um, we oh, watched bad. Anchorman, uh, the two thousand four classic. Uh huh. I for- okay. Before I started watching this this afternoon, I was talking about with Park- this with Parker about like how. Um, in our generation, when we were the age we were when this came out, I was 18. Um, the height of comedy was like bonding with your friends by just like saying your favorite lines from like goofy comedy movies. And they were so monoculture, like everybody saw them. Oh yeah. And you, there was like a back catalog that you had but like if b- you by a few allowed years. you to see
1: a couple of them, that yeah. was It like, was, it was like I still <laughs> trying to cover a bald spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it would come up and I'd be like, I don't really want to talk about old school. <laughs> you think I was allowed to see that movie where a would went streaking?
0: I was like 12. I think I finally watched it my senior year of high school. <laughs> and it was at Drew's house. It's just too late at that point. Like, yeah, he was wedding like, wedding you freshers. haven't seen it? And I was like, I, this is not for me. Um, there was also a certain degree to which like, some of the movies in this time period were like, overly boyish and gross like it was like crass to the point where I was like I feel deeply (laughs) uncomfortable and insulted like the way they talked about women yes was often kind of like
1: you kind of couldn't escape from that yeah exactly you hear that now you're like it, it doesn't really uh have the same sting personally for right me I'm because grown like I'm grown now and I don't grown. care yeah I don't feel disrespected on most right. days mm-hmm. you know um, it's, it's like a weird throwback it's a throwback it's almost it's almost quaint yeah <laughs> <It's> almost quaint. <laughs> it is exactly uh, that, yeah, that it doesn't bother me, but I remember... We're like we had, girl, no, I, we
0: had so few thoughts in our head that we just all were like, I'm gonna let that one go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was
0: no discourse with a capital D. No, and there were,
1: like, literally no women in these movies.
0: No, no women. And if you weren't in them, you had to be extremely hot or mm-hmm. loathable. No in-between.
1: Often the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think truly. about, um, what's-her-name's character in Knocked Up.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: Uh... Catherine Heigel. Heigl.
0: I love that we've reevaluated. Reevaluated. I guess. Mm-hmm. I also I felt that 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 was a, re- a
1: mostly even, disrespectful movie.
0: Yeah. Even at the time, I was like, "This it's is an disrespectful." One I
1: watched. now. Yeah. Again. Yeah. At the time, I was like.
0: He man, <laughs> I don't think that's really very cool. This feels well, really—it nice. feels really bad to watch you treat her this <laughs> yeah.
1: way. You know,
0: but uh, yeah, it's really funny when he said that. You know.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I remember also having a moment of being like, the actual nerve of you looking the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He, man, he had a brief
0: part in this movie.
1: But what's happening now is that Seth Rogen is exactly. Exactly.
0: exactly.
1: Very attractive.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> is. He's really grown into himself.
1: Yeah. I think this
0: is a thing that happens to many people in their 40s, and I'm excited to see if that's the direction I'm heading. Yeah. Where you just it's sort of like, or like you reach your ultimate like settled version of yourself.
1: I think I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be pretty shocked with how happy I am with the results. Oh, I bet. Me? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess that's not a final version of yourself, but just kind of the pinnacle, I would say.
1: Well, yeah. Kind of middle you of, know. of your life. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah classic, totally. Classic
1: meaty and mean.
0: Right. <laughs> mode. Exactly. And <Yeah. laughs> I, I know what those all mean for sure. No question. I could I, tell you the differences.
1: I think mode is the one that appears the most, right? The,
0: yes. Okay. No, mean yeah. is, I think, where you add all, everything up and divide it by the total. That's mean. I think Me- so. Because I, I think Miss Golden said the average person <laughs> is mean.
1: Well, you know what? We'll take this offline. Uh <laughs> Or maybe next episode can be about <laughs> math. <laughs> These are sort of famous filler episodes. <laughs> the Sherman sisters explore what is math. I want to talk about and the mostly simple come up with too. no answers. Do you remember all the simple machines?
0: No, girl. Do you know that was? I remember in fifth grade. I hated that unit so much. Oh, my God. Why, Lindsay? I hated Lindsay. it much. It was so pretty, simple. Much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty straightforward.
0: Okay, I had the meanest science-slash-math teacher in fifth grade, and I remember one day, I, you know, I, when you're that age, you, like, actively notice headaches for the first time. You're like, yes. this is a new sensation. I don't know for me if it was, like, hormonal, because I got my period later that year, but... I remember one day being in that class and we were working on our simple machines thing and I got the worst headache and I was like oh my god I can't I've got to go to the nurse and so I get up and I'm like hi name redacted um (laughs) to protect the not very nice um can I have a nurse pass because I have a headache and she goes of course you have a headache during science class blondie Oh, I remember this. And mom and dad were few men, <laughs> but they kept it in their back pocket as they do. They didn't. They didn't say something right away. They waited until parent-teacher conference.
1: Dad has like and a, dad was a like,
0: Machiavellian streak <laughs> of mile <wild> wide. <laughs> He's got to have some Scorpio in his he, chart too. He Does actually. Um. He was like, hmm, I also want to address something that you said to our daughter. And he was like, If you ever. Ever make a joke that implies that our daughter is not intelligent ever again? I'll have your job, like something like that. I don't think he like literally threatened her job or anything. Boy, she turned a corner for the last three weeks of the year. She was suddenly very nice to me. Anyways, simple machines, though I think I think my thing with them, and this is like a, a pattern I noticed about myself. Is that I hate, even when it is necessary, I hate the part where I'm being explained the the moving parts of something before I see how everything works together. Oh
1: yes, yes. so like
0: in um That's like a in, good e- piece of self knowledge. Yeah, like in English class, um, ninth and tenth grade, they just are, they're really literally giving you the literary devices, and you like learn about one. In isolation. Yes. And then the next one, in isolation, and learn how to identify them in text. And I was always like, I don't really understand why we're doing all of this. But in Mrs. Omohundro's class junior year, it was like, okay, now yeah, I see it all, come together all of that stupid mess was so that I could like write something that was thoughtful about a text by noticing things that the author, and those, the, all those things were the things we learned about. But mm-hmm. nobody ever told me what the end result was well, for two whole years while we did all those like style analysis papers and yes. so and I was yeah just, that it,
1: is true it was so weird ninth grade I remember or specifically I was like wait what you
0: yeah know? yeah like and I remember like a couple of my friends were like I love English like I love learning all this stuff and I was like what It? what is it though you know yeah and then like um and in art history Parker was like what do you what do you learn in art like how does an an actual class period function Um, and I explained how it did in Stratton's class. I don't know if this is like universal, but, um, I was like the first like week though, he just explained the elements of art and the, whatever the elements and
1: movements. I can't remember
0: what the other, Uh, I used to teach art. He explained what those were to us, but I was like, why are we, what is this? Like, I thought, I don't Like I had no concept of what art history even meant. I just had heard like, you've got to take that class. Like, Mm -hmm. trust me. And so I was like, why did not I take this recommendation? This is, like, really boring. He's just explaining what line is or what, like, value is. And then when it all came together, it was like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me what the the goal was for us to be able to talk about this intelligently and really understand what's going on there. But, like, you didn't tell me that when we were talking about all that boring shit. So I think that's why Simple Machines was boring to me. I'm like, they should have shown me like an OK, co- okay Go video like 12 years before they existed. Uh-huh. You know, that was Goldberg machines and yes. stuff to explain to me like, and or just like anything about how the world works to be like, Dude. this is why it's important to understand what a pulley does. They could have shown me a video about how they have all those little hooks for it with pulleys in Amsterdam Yeah. to help because the houses were so narrow. Anyways...
1: I, they really failed you on that. They failed the me. Creepy, the, the really creepy thing about school, though, like, is that if you... I always felt like if I missed the fundamentals of, like, something... Yeah. And they just move on to the next lesson. It was like... It's too late. I, I've got no no prayer of right. going any further here. Right. And that's, like, what happened in chemistry. I, I don't understand chemistry. No. But that teacher, I was the one good girl in that class. Yeah. And so he would just, like, straight up uh, would show me the answer keys for tests. <laughs> because... Was, it, I, was he because a coach? It was a joy to have in class. <laughs> Did um, you say he was a coach? He was a coach. who was so sweet. Was yeah, like I think a, sometimes like a coaches like are five to Italian American football <laughs> assistant
0: football coach. I think sometimes coaches are like such sweet te- teachers because they're like, he's a good kid. Yeah, he's oh, a good kid, I and they give kids so much leeway. Coach teacher energy.
1: Yes, yeah, it's very sweet. It's just like, Uh, well-meaning goofball. Yes, absolutely.
0: We're not going to take this too serious because we're here to help the kids. Coach
1: teacher is very similar to... um
0: ideal coach teacher
1: by the way. Ideal coach Results teacher. Results may vary. Ideal and coach I know they teacher is, is on the same plane as ideal youth minister.
0: Yes very much. Yeah. Very, very and ideally their best buds. Yeah. They go bowling together. Yes. You know. Very, very just
1: They bad. just love helping they the go kids. go to town over to have a drink. Right exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yes, we're going to do that. Period. Yeah. And they do once a week or so mm-hmm. but they don't tell anybody. Get a
1: near beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two towns over. Oh god. Uh. <laughs> near
0: beer. Anyways anchor. Anchorman. Yeah, I was. I was starting to say something about the canon. This is similar to what we this were just is, saying. Yeah. When you, if there was something that you, you didn't know, you had to
1: accentuate wow, we the positive. Very far afield there, but this was one that I got to see when the Zeitgeist <laughs> That's happened. That's exactly right. I did too. And it did change things. This was my eighth grade when this came out, and boy, you know, people were insufferable, myself included. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny watching it even now.
0: I was like, I. Really wonder now how many times in my life I've seen this because I pretty much knew every single word uh-huh. of this movie. It's very quotable. Yeah, there were lots of very silly lines and that they did had it from really it. Really hold up, like, they do. It's so
1: hot, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best choice. <laughs> the, fr- <laughs> the when he's when they opened the movie with him doing his like. Warm up exercises, yes. and he's like, instead of like unique New York, he's like, The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. feet. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank oh loan the news stories they report on are so low stakes like love it there's never anything serious the big story is Ling Ling the panda like
1: yeah. that is so silly they're, they're fighting each other tooth and nail to cover Ling Ling <laughs> <laughs> the
0: world of this movie is so small and so silly and
1: like <laughs> also Ron's apartment beautiful very,
0: very chic very yeah, chic the, the set design thing. was really good like the office with like the avocado green filing cabinets and stuff
1: yes the set And the The costuming. Yeah, Veronica's clothes were tailored this well. Movie like twenty times. Before I bet it. Got up. I bet it
0: sounded insane, but yeah. it's so funny. It was,
1: I saw that like on IMDb like in the trivia. Like one part of the original pitch was that it would be a news crew. Yeah. That had a plane wreck with a bunch of chimps on board. Okay. And like they had to learn to live with them. Also a goofy right. premise. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm glad we sort of tightened in on yeah, that. Let's just
0: start with the, the news people. Let's do yeah. that. Oh my God, Paul Rudd is really very silly in this movie as well he's so cute he's so
1: cute (laughs) he's he's kind
0: of at peak peak freshness although he still is still cute do you know what okay parker and i watched the chip and dale rescue rangers movie on the plane of course go
1: on (laughs) your kids weren't even with you
0: no it's like honestly it's aimed at millennial parents because the jokes are all like it's it's a lot like the the big scary thing in it is um That uh, cartoon characters are being kidnapped so they can be bootlegged and the idea is that there's like a factory that like bootlegs people and they were like what does that mean and they show like a bootleg flounder where it's like his nose gets longer he doesn't have a mouth his eyes are bigger and he's used in terrible bootleg movies so they were like the the petite fish girl or something and it's like this sad looking like morphed flounder or um flounder oh my god it's so so silly what is it called again the chippendales rescue rangers movie it's on disney plus i'm
1: gonna watch andy this. samberg
0: and um john mulaney are chippendale and then they have um like will arnett um god i can't even remember like all all the old snl guys did voices in it pretty much um it was very cute but um i don't know why did i bring up chippendale
1: Girl, I, I sure hope you know. <laughs> Paul oh, Rudd.
0: Oh, Paul Rudd's in it, um, and it's like a small part. Find your way home. <laughs> Where's the breadcrumb trail? Got faint there for a minute. Um, but Paul, he looks the same.
1: Yeah, and it's, he's playing no, he himself really, in it. It I know was it's so old silly have to say at this point, but he's he's not aging. It's something's happened. Something is his son. He has an adult son that's I on know. TikTok. I know. That is nuts. Do you know Bobby Cannavale has an adult son who's in the offer?
0: Oh wow.
1: A 25-year-old son.
0: Wow, I love when they have young sons.
1: Me too. Cuz
0: it's like, okay, the dynasty is going to go on.
1: Well, and I think also like Bobby Cannavale was all of 25 wouldn't he w- had which I was like Let me tell you something. Ma- that's I
0: love. That's so scary. I I love him. And him and Rose Byrne. Talk about a same famous couple. Same famous. And so hot.
1: Kind of same hot.
0: Oh my god. When they are in Spy together, I'm like, y'all look so good together.
1: And he looks... So very American male, and she seems very like delicate, delicate British. I, you know what I mean. I am
0: burn unit. Cla- I love to be a love member of the burn, the burn unit. I rewatched Marie Antoinette. I was telling you earlier on the plane yesterday. I had so, I had so much time to watch movies. I watched so many movies. I watched. That's what it's you can complicated. To do. Yeah, because <laughs> that flight home is like nine hours due to flying against the wind or something. I
1: don't. <laughs> <you> know <laughs> you We know, I I covered it planes on our math <laughs> episode. <laughs> um so
0: anyways yeah I watched it's complicated which was very fun um I dozed off during part of it rewound because I was like I want to re a D- the whole don't thing don't want to
1: miss a thing don't
0: want to <laughs> <laughs> I want to close my eyes um, <laughs> but it's so chill that I was able to doze off like I yeah. was like this is exactly oh, it's a right. very
1: relaxing
0: movie what is what do you call the kind of music that she Nancy Myers puts it's like don't don't dude a it's, it's music. like she just oh she like does her it in, scores yes
1: yeah i don't know it really is just kind of music. it's, with it's it. so
0: it's like distracting when you know to look for it but uh-huh. also it's very relaxing but there's
1: like a lot of strings
0: yeah, yeah yeah totally man that movie is fun though i know i watched the sex in the city movie the first one the second one is a My disaster Saint louise <laughs> but honestly the first movie is pretty, pert near perfect. Yeah. They did the, they like made it just feel like an extra long, extra special episode of Sex in the City. It worked
1: perfectly. It did. Also, Charlotte poughkeepsie her pants. It's funny. It's classic. And Oh, honey, you made a
0: little joke. I also recorded, you know, obviously you can't hear the audio because um, I was plugged in, Right. you know, but right. I was like, let me pull out my phone to record this for Molly. It was when Samantha's like, we are all going. To Mexico, <laughs> and she did you my little love, hand motion. <laughs> what do you even call that? It's like air maracas, it's kind of like an air flamenco type. Yes, of that, you know, a, a gesture at that. Uh huh. Um, I've decided that's my my vibe that I'm aiming at for my air 40s. Air flamenco, just sort of. Olé. you know, <laughs> ole We're off to Mexico, girlies. You know, I'm yeah. off to Madrid, Louise. That kind of energy. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, I've um, loved
1: that woman since day one. I have.
0: I love like a middle aged lady who is like, okay, now it's in my her, time to travel. Exactly, in her jush. <laughs> exactly. <in> <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, what? How do we get this back to Anchorman? Well, I
1: mean, here's. Honestly, what do you what do you even say about Anchorman? It's it was, it's, it was just, it's worth the rewatch. Honestly, it really is, and it honestly, it's goofy, silly. It's funny to remember
0: like what an impact it had on the the youth culture People at the time, dying, laughing at all. Of it. It's so it's funny. Like,
1: it's it's so part of just the way we speak. Like yeah. It's, you know, like it, when you watch old movies that mom and dad thought were hilarious. I'm exactly. Like, yeah, I've heard this referenced so oh many Oh, God. Times. It's, well,
0: it's like, for, there was a while where we watched, anytime it was on Comedy Central, like Airplane, yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah. I mean, we must have seen those dozens of times, it seems like. Because we would just sort of always have the TV on at our house. And we'd the catch, like... never not on. <laughs> we'd catch, like, you know, 30 minutes of this movie here... Yeah. So there was a there was a good while where anytime we were scrolling HBO and it happened to have the uh, assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Uh-huh. Bitch, it's everybody's ass on the couch. <laughs> Sit out. Molly, get down here. Yeah. <laughs> Look what's on.
1: Oh my god! But I have a, such fun memories such an of insane that. Insane memory of Molly get down here, yeah. look what's on. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> you and I used to just like sit home, and it would be like Gas Lake hours. Like <laughs> we would we do like the previous channel button because we'd just go back and forth. Comedy so like, Central, VH1, VH1, Comedy Central. I still remember the numbers and thirty for MTV every like two hours or so. You'd be like, Hey, be, hey, hey, give hey. me a diet coke. <laughs> Give me Diet Coke.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And one of those 100-calorie packs of, like, Hostess
1: cupcakes. (laughs) What were those made of? (laughs) Hey, could you get me a food product while you're up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) F, U with an umlaut, D, (laughs) product with an E, because it's not even technically... <laughs> Does it meet the requirements to even be called a food
1: product? Yeah. It's adjacent. I don't, I don't think anything that we were eating would have was super duper been good. food in like Australia.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's probably using many banned materials. Yeah. These are known carcinogens.
1: <laughs> mm, Microplastics. <laughs> Yum yum yum. Just sit my ass here and watch a movie about British people. Oh let, my god! Let the afternoon waste away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even have edible. No, that was default mode. Now that sounds life is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound so nice right now? It sounds awesome. I like really think we got to do a vacation one time, I don't know, a sister but trip. Like,
1: it's literally impossible to recreate the conditions that no, allow yeah. us to be that no. <laughs> that deflated. Do you know what? <laughs> what's funny
0: though? I think it would the hardest thing would actually be like physically getting my body to be that relaxed. Because I was, like, worried when we left for our trip. Like, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to miss the kids so much. I'm going to worry about, I'm going to think about them constantly. By, like, day two, checking on them, mom being like, <laughs> baby, we're good. Baby. They're <laughs> they're doing fine, girl. You really, like, we finally were like, uh, oh, yeah, oh, my God. That was, like, that one thing Migo said. Oh, I miss the babies. But we, like, it wasn't. It wasn't like It would be, like, every four to five hours instead of, like, yeah. every hour and a half. Like, I was worried it would. So I bet, you know, give it until your kids are, like maybe when our kids are like teenagers yeah I think that would be the vibe but I want to like go stay somewhere with like a big ass jar.
1: yes you know or and just mean, we've talked about this like just making we, a replica when dumb money when we make the 20 in- <laughs> yeah. percent
0: yeah 20 minutes 20 percent bigger with like a few extra rooms tacked on replica uh version of our, replica of our, our house yeah it's gonna have the jar and also the big Deep leather couch, uh-huh. but like modifications to that too. Like same color, but I want it to be bigger, like longer, right? And also like deeper leg wise, right? You know, mm-hmm. got to change some of the built-ins, but mostly it's going to be the same directional vibe.
1: I would also add, uh-huh. and I know this is anachronistic. But yeah, no, it's fine. Just it
0: blankets. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It doesn't have to be a appear. I want it to be an updated version, Uh-huh. but with all of the best elements, including so the spruce you, tree up front. You don't want the fleur-de-lis bathroom. I want the London map bath. Well, no, I don't know. I love I love the Fleur de lis bathroom actually. Yeah. It was that does feel canonically correct. Like that was the one we had the longest. Yeah, but man, I love that house.
1: Okay, when you
0: recreate
1: your uh, bedroom, which I will be kind it's of giving you the big one. Oh no, 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 because no. it's. <clears throat> uh, I know we both had the big room at varying times, but... Well,
0: we can just both have the big room this time. You can just
1: recreate it so that on either end of the hall, it's both the big room. Exactly, (laughs) Um, yeah. But are you going with the lime green... Oh no!
0: I'm going with the lavender, the pale lavender I had in high school.
1: Oh, that was pretty chic. It
0: was very like soothing. It was you like actually a very chic lavender, kind of warm. Of mm-hmm.
1: like painting our rooms, shocking neons, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm.
0: oh, well, this is too much. Learning
1: immediately, <laughs> this is overstimulating. And finding out
0: <laughs> exactly, um, yeah, I loved. God, I loved that. Uh. Um, but, anyways, yeah, that would be that would be the vibe. Like we're with better food this time, like cheese boards and stuff.
1: Right. You
0: know. Yeah. Anyways, it'd be fun to just sort of watch whatever's on VH1. Yeah, but that's how actually do I like pay
1: for a service that's like just carefully whatever, curating whatever was playing. Yeah. in the year two thousand and five. Uh huh. That's what play you're working. Yeah,
0: find the best of it. Mm-hmm. Call the best off the top. I'm talking the funniest moments from I Love New York. Uh huh. You know. Very curated. I want type of every experience. commercial to be the Sears air conditioning commercial. I was. Just,
1: I reference it now.
0: I'll call now. <laughs> You'll call today. I talked about it last night. It's such a,
1: such a good commercial. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I would say the uh, the oh. ding dong commercial where the shark attacks that woman in her pool flute float, but the float looks like a ding dong. I don't. remember This rem- old hostess commercial? Do
0: you I remember don't remember it? this commercial. Maybe I do. I do remember a lot of, like, Snapple commercials. Oh, the outro music is just about to assault us, Okay, well, we need to decide what
1: movie we're going to do. Oh, yeah, hold on, pause.
0: Okay, and in keeping with our, like, uh, smooth brain, no worries, no deep analysis summer, um, we're going to watch a few episodes of the Comedy Central series, Another Period, which is something I've never watched any of, but I guess each episode is kind of, like, I'm <clears throat> supposed to be like a send up of period pieces of different genres that I can tell. Um, we'll see.
1: All right, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um tell But we're then. gonna watch a you know a handful of those episodes. Until then, you know, watch them or don't, but join us next week. Bye. Bye.